0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. This is Your Life, Your Money, and I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. How are you doing, Kelvin?
2: Good, Chris. Good morning. How is everything?
1: Good, good. You know, it's a sunny day, decent day to be outside. I, I do feel like when, at least downtown, it feels like a lot of people are sort of out and about and doing as much mm-hmm. as they they can uh, to try and get some fresh air and get some exercise and uh, maybe uh, frequent some businesses for takeout and things like that. And mm-hmm. our lives are so strange these days. Our money lives a little strange as well. <laughs> so it's uh, something that you yeah. Uh, have to sort of navigate, but a lot of the things that uh, I, I think, well, you can tell me, but uh, I think a lot of the principles remain the same when it comes to our money life. And uh, if anyone needs to reach Kelvin off the air, let me throw out the number right now, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K E L V I N. Dot ca and uh today we're going to be talking about to commute or not to commute to commute your more your your uh, pension <laughs> not necessarily thinking not about <laughs> uh your commute and how far away you live from where you work or anything <laughs> like that and whether i should take the train or the car but uh it's uh it's a different kind of commute and it's the kind of commute that a lot of us don't really know or understand or think about um until we actually have to and we're just wait we, we, Wait, what what are my what are my options? What do I have and what is this? So we're going to try and uh, clear away some of the uh, cobwebs from this topic to try to right. make it make a lot of sense to you so to make it uh simple and uh, and easy to understand. And that's you know that's what Kelvin does. Kelvin's a great uh financial uh planner and a great uh, financial advisor and just a great guy to have in your corner. 416-457-7526 is his number. Askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, you know, I, I think that one of the ways to try and make some some sense of this topic is to sort of break down some of the terms that we have. Like when we're thinking about mm-hmm. our pensions, it's um, now I I'm I'm the rusty one on this one. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. So there's defined benefit pensions, and there's uh, there's other kinds of pensions. What are the, the the different kinds of pensions, and what are the the payoffs, and what is it that you're getting in those pensions?
2: So, so let me give you some background on these pensions, um, defined benefits and defined contributions. These things are going away, you know, there is something I was put that was a long time ago uh, that they put in place. Um, in fact, 18% of the Canadian population have a defined benefit or a defined contribution. So it's about six and a half million people that have it. 4. Three million have the defined benefits and two and a half have the uh, defined contribution. So a defined benefit plan is really, if I simplify it, it's really a reward. It's really rewarding long-term employees that's been there for a long time. So it's pretty much giving you a lifetime retirement income. Um, the, The money is managed by professional money managers So you as the employee really don't have a say in how the money gets invested. So a lot of the risk is eliminated and they inflationize it. So it's a great thing to have, a defined benefit. But like I say, those are going away.
1: So that's something that would be typical of like a public servant sort of job, right? Like a teacher, postman, that that sort of job.
2: Yeah. So so the big defined benefit plans are pretty much in Ontario's hoop. And OMERS, so HOOP is the um, the Healthcare of Ontario Pension Plan, so really nurses and so on. And the other one, OMERS, is the Ontario Municipal Employee Pension Plan, and that's pretty much teachers and so on, right? And these, funder, these pensions are very healthy. Like, for example, OMERS has about $97 billion in it. So you're... You're good. You're Good to go, right? So
1: it's it's and and it's built that way to to make that again like that defined, uh, right, benefit so that you're able to. It was a defined benefit. Sorry, I I, I mixed up my yeah, terms. defined ben-
2: Yeah, so a de- yeah defined benefit. So those are government sponsored. The next biggie is the defined contribution plan. The DC is what they call it, and that's typically for big companies. You know, like um, where the employer puts in some money and the employee puts in some money. Right. So, so you're so putting those in some are money and
1: maybe your employer is matching. Matching.
2: Like yeah. And for people that are listening, if you have those DCs, go and do it because somebody's giving you money. Take it. Right. So the yeah, you know, so the difference between there is the employee is being assisted by the employer to help get to the retirement. You as the employee has some decisions in the way your money is invested. Um you know, so the employee bears some of the risk, whereas the DB, the employer bears all the risk. That's why it's important for people that have these plans to go and pull it out, go grab it, and have a read through it and see what type of investments that you have, if you have a defined contribution plan, because you can actually control your own destiny. Now, many of us that have it don't, eh, we don't worry, like everything else, we don't worry about it, right? But there's some very good choices within those plans that if you sit down with your financial advisor, you can, you know, mimic a really nice uh, plan for yourself so that when you hit that 60, that 55, 60, or whatever age may be, you're living well, right? So use it to your advantage. And many of us don't.
1: And that's, that's the thing. And I think that that's like so many things that we talk about on the show, Kelvin, that people put things on autopilot. And I'm as guilty mm-hmm. of it as anyone, you know, you, you, you've you got the money coming out or the money going in and you've, you, you've got, you know, you've got a pension and you're not quite sure what's in it. And you know that right. it, it's there. You see it at the end of the year when you're doing your taxes or something. And then you take a look at that statement every time it comes in, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, there's there's money there. It looks like a decent uh-huh. amount of money and you don't consider the changes and the different things that you can right. make to make that an even more decent amount of money.
2: Yeah, and, and the thing is, if you have one of these plans, if you're fortunate to have one of these plans, you might wanna not contribute to RSPs in, uh, anymore, right? Uh, so take a nurse, for example. If, if you're a nurse, so, so these, these type of pension plans have what they call factors, meaning that age and time. So typically the factors are 80 or 90, meaning, you know, you started working when you're 30 years old and you or you, you worked at a company. So so age and time of work have to add up to 85 or 90. Okay? Got it. So for example, you're a nurse and you worked as a nurse for 30 years. Typically nurses, they graduate, I don't know, when you are 25, 26, something like that. And you work 30 years as a nurse. After 30 years, when you're 60, And you hit that factor well the average nurse that makes eighty thousand dollars a year will get a six thousand dollar pension for the rest of their lives so pretty good money to know that you know it's a and that's a defined amount that you're going to get it's a promise amount that you're going to get so those kind of people teachers nurses police officers things like that don't want to contribute to an rsb outside the pension because you're going to create a big tax problem for yourself so those are some of the things that you want to think about as you sit down with your advisor and make those decisions right again if you don't have an advisor don't do it on your own go find one or give me a call
1: and i think that that's one of the things kelvin that a lot of people who have these plans think oh i don't need an advisor because my company's taking care of it for me yeah
2: right And, and and in many cases they are but what are you doing outside of the plan And there's really three options that you have. And maybe after the break or so, we can discuss some of those options.
1: That's coming up on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. We'll talk more about how your financial advisor can help you navigate those uh those choices that you have to make can help you make decisions within that pension plan and also outside of the pension plan as well so that everything coordinates and you don't have a big tax problem after retirement as well don't forget his website askkelvin.ca that's ask k e l v i n and you can always call him 416 457 7526 that's the number to reach kelvin the money guy 416 416- 4577526416457 plan more of your life your money coming up here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto
1: and thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And we've been talking a little bit about your pensions today. We've been talking about the different types of pensions out there. And it's... You know, it's funny because you do, when we were talking uh, just before the break, I was mentioning, you know, people who've got everything taken care of by their employer mm-hmm. think, well, I don't need a advisor or a planner or anything like that, you know, and then... I spend the commercial break talking to Kelvin about uh, some of my pension things. (laughs) I need an uh, advisor. I need a planner. I need a coach. I need someone in my corner because what the, what the company offers you is great, but understanding it and understanding how it works with all your other investments is a whole Mm. other ball game.
2: And and little things, you know, um, if you have a defined benefit plan, like that's pretty much like the Cadillac of, of pension plans, you know? Um, And many people, you know how in our business we have acronyms like LIRA, RSPs, TFSA. Well, a defined benefit, there's something called a SIP. Not a sip sip. of beer. yeah. (laughs) An SIPP. It's a Statement of Investment Policy and Procedures. And what that tells you is, you know, I mean, you can't make any decisions, but kind of give you the heads up on how your money's doing. And it's a free thing you get when you have that plan. You just go online and you Google Uh, i think it's omers i forget what it is but yeah you can look it up and see but it's it's a sip it tells you how your money is doing and so on just for your own information so if you're leaving a job with a defined benefit plan db pension there's several options you have you know typically it's seven those are really three there's you know um leaving the pension in place commuting the pension or if you're leaving your job and going to another uh place where there's a defined benefit plan, maybe you want to transfer it there. But these decisions, you know, the stakes are very high with these decisions. Especially the the first two, leaving it or taking it, because what happens is the choice is irreversible. You can't go back. So it's very, very important that people sit down with their advisor and figure out their life about, you know, Do I take it or don't I take it? These are very, very good plans. So before you break them, you wanna know the pros and cons, right?
1: Right, and then you're considering, You know, there's probably a lot of uh, things going on in your head when you are getting a new job, when you're switching employers, and you're thinking, Mm -hmm. well, you know what I've got. It's probably, in most cases, it's a good thing. You're probably moving jobs for either more money or closer to home or with uh, better perks or something, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're switching jobs for a reason. Maybe it's just to get away from that manager you can't stand, but there's some reason <laughs> that you're excited and then you're thinking, well, gee, w- w- what have I done? What is this my new pension plan built on and what what am I giving up in my old one? And I guess right. what, are the, what are the sort of pros and cons of, of the different options that we've got here?
2: I, I think with the defined benefit, like, there is no definite answer. Like everything else, there's pros and cons, there's good and bad. And that's where you have to sit down and work out your, you know, look at longevity in your life. This is, do I, my family history is have a you know long history of living or do we pass away when we're in, in our 80s or whatever? Um, so you want to look at those things. These plans, you come up eligible for the plan based on, like I say, on your factor, meaning age and years of service. So once you hit that factor, you should you don't wait till you hit the factor. Try and figure out five years before, a few years before, am I, am I getting there? Most people that are teachers and nurses and, I guess, firemen or police officers, you know, those people start their work when they're young, right? When they get out of school, most likely, used to be anyways. So, right. so, these, pe- yeah, so these people are in their late 50s, you know, 55, 60 years old. And sometimes it could be a windfall for you. And a windfall meaning if you leave the, if you don't leave the pension in place, your other option is commuting or taking. That's where the word commute comes from. I'm taking my pension. And the people that decide to take their pension, this is where you have to do some math and think about it and think about what you're giving up versus what you're going to gain. And whatever, whatever the math tells you to do, you do. so typically someone that commutes the pension would be someone where you're both teachers or you're both nurses or you know in the same government type of thing. So in those cases most of the time one person takes it and the other keeps it because when you're in that di- the DB plans, you know there's other things that happens like um, like benefits you know like health care and that kind of stuff so you don't want to give those things up either so there's a lot of calculation that goes in to commuting your pension it's not easy so you have to look at what type of person are you what am, am i um, you know am i healthy things like that so it's not only money decisions it's about health also right
1: right and i guess you know one of the decisions that you have to make is also you know to do with your debt and things like that so if you've if you want to take that windfall and pay off debt, you're probably making a decent decision mm-hmm. in some cases as well because, well, the, the debt's not a good thing and it's accumulating interest.
2: Right. Well, one thing about if you commute your um, your pension or take it, there's a big, half of it, pretty much half of it goes into a lira, into a locked in RSV, which you can unlock at 55 in Ontario. But then there's a big component that gets taxed. And that's where the problems come in, is how do I deal, like some of these I've seen uh, when people commute their tax liabilities, like 180 to 100,000 that you gotta pay now. So you have to do the calculation, Can I? What? how old am I and can I make that money back? So there's many options on how to commute the pension. For example, there's one called a copycat. Annuity. So what that allows you to do is to take control of your own, of the pension, but exactly what the word says copycat copy what they did. So there's certain rules and stuff that you have to adhere to. Um, So that might be an option for people to do. So there's many things that we can do. And everything depends on you. The third option is easy. Um, I don't like my boss, I'm going to another job. (laughs) And that place has a defined benefit plan. So I'm going to take my lump sum and throw it in there. And one the right leaving so you take that pension- entire
1: lump sum that you have and then contribute it to the new defined
2: to the new one yeah which is quite common and that's what most people i think does the 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 pros and cons of leaving your pension in place mm-hmm. right if you leave the pension in place you know you know that you're guaranteed so much money every every month for the rest of your life the pen the the pension plan the db also you know there's a cost of living um increase so every time inflation goes up they increase it um you know if you die uh 60 or so go to your spouse you can set it up where 100 percent goes to your spouse but you're going to take less while you're living so again those are some things you have to do um you you know your promise when you when you start the DB the defined benefit plan, it's typically a vested thing. So what vested mean is you're in it from day one. So you have to wait like a you know like a if you have a defined contribution you got to wait like three months or something like that. This starts right away, right from the get go. Um, the pros is that you can if you're you know when you're above sixty five you can income split the money with your spouse so you can reduce down your taxes. So there's, you know, so there's a lot of good things with the with leaving the pension. The bad things about leaving the pension there is, um, you know, the money's not liquid. Meaning that if I needed some money to pay off some debt or something like that, I'm, I'm stuck to a monthly payment. That's one of the, the downsides. And another big one, which we don't really think about is um do you remember ray days
1: i do remember ray days i remember (laughs) ray days as being something that my friends parents who worked in the public service were 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 always getting frustrated with and i wasn't quite sure what they were (laughs) i i I was a little too young to fully wrap my head around ray days but i know it had something to do with bob
2: ray yeah (laughs) so what it was is is the pension. One and this is, I mean, I I said there's 97 billion dollars in the uh, in the Omers, right? But back then, it there wasn't enough money in the pension, so the teachers typically the teachers are, were asked to you know to cut to um, to contribute more to their pension um, because they ran into trouble. And that remember the Ray days was you got extra days, you got days off without pay or something like that back then. And it's because it had to do with the pension. Wow, so, interesting. So, that's so,
1: some the, of the... So, so that long, it wasn't even that long ago that their pension wasn't. Now it's seen as sort of this gold standard, the greatest mm-hmm. pension plan in the world. But yeah, they were in trouble yeah. back then.
2: I, I think it's because what's happened, like like everything else, um, you know, the the money managers and so on have learned a lot of things that they know now that they didn't know back then, and the markets have done well. And I think what's happened with the teacher's pension, with the Omers and Hoop and whatever, is they made more investments into real estate and so on. And look what has happened to to real estate. So the so your money is in good hands, you know. It always was, but I think back then, I don't think there was, I, I don't know. I didn't look into but I know the Ray days, that was part of this whole, uh, you know, the pension ran into trouble, which I don't think on a go forward, we have to worry about that anymore because we learned, they learned their lesson. One of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest cons, I think, with the with the defined benefits, is that, you know, when when you die, about sixty percent goes to your spouse. But when the spouse dies, the pension dies. So you know, if you right. if you worked for like thirty years, man, and you you live ten years after that, and then your spouse lives another five years or whatever after that, you've put all this money in, and it's and it's all gone.
1: And then someone else's and your kids don't get it or anything like that.
2: Mm -hmm. So that's, I think is, uh, is some of the downs, the downside. So the, the good thing about it or the pros about it indexed with inflation, it's guaranteed to give you money forever until until you die. Um, the bad thing about it is that when your last spouse dies, it dies with you. So maybe after the break, we'll talk about the option to commuting the pension, the pros and cons.
1: Got it. That is coming up next. We'll talk about the pros and cons of commuting the pension and taking that pension um, on the other side of the break here. Askkelvin.ca is his website. That's ask ca, and you can call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio 640 toronto
1: don't forget to visit kelvin's website askkelvin.ca that's Ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Who's Kelvin? Kelvin's the money guy. You know that. You hear him here every Sunday morning. Askkelvin.ca dot C-A is the website, and you can listen to past shows as well. Listen to uh, the podcast version of this show if you want to go back to listen to part of it or you want to play it for your spouse so that you can sort of say, hey, you know, this guy that I was talking to or listening to on the <laughs> radio, he had this to say, but uh, rather than trying to paraphrase it like... Uh, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, trying to paraphrase what Wilson (laughs) said to him over the fence. Uh, How's that for a timely reference? Uh, But that's that's how I tend to be trying to parrot back what I've learned from Kelvin back to my wife. And you know what? You know what? Hold on a second. Let me just play you what he said, and this will make a whole lot more sense. And I don't have to, you know, broken telephone that back at you. So that's always an option to listen back to past shows. And uh, and if you need to uh, reach out to Kelvin, you're interested in what we've been talking about and you want to talk to him more about your specific situation, uh, you can uh, ask him a question by calling him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, what we're talking about today is planning for that retirement, planning for that pension, but also planning on what to do with that pension, if you're changing workplaces, if you're uh, deciding, am I going to keep this pension? Am I going to commute it? And uh, that is the uh, next topic here. We're going to discuss the pros and cons of commuting your pension. So again, Kelvin, I think we should probably define what exactly is commuting. That's not taking your pension, throwing it in the trunk
2: and driving it (laughs) to work every day. No,
1: it's something different. Yeah,
2: so yeah, exactly. So for many people, it could be a big windfall. Um, What happens is you get a big lump sum of cash. But there's certain rules that the that pension rules that happen. So when you commute, um, and you have to commute before your factor, either you know, when you're 5560, whatever, when you meet that factor. So when you commute, what happens is a lot, a lot of the money goes into a, into a locked-in plan into a lira, which, like I said, you can unlock when you're 55, and it's guided by certain rules, so you can't arbitrarily say, "Oh, I'm going to put so much in and do so much." The portion that cannot go into a um, into the RSF or the locked-in amount is subject to tax. So, if you have, you know, six hundred thousand and seven hundred thousand, which most people would if they started working back then about 300,000 or half of it is going to be subject to tax. So imagine you made a $300,000 income and you had no deductions. Well you're going to lose about 150,000, right? And then they add it on to your ongoing income. So what you have to do is you have to be you have to do the math again. Remember I always say math follow the math, right? So you got to figure out room in your RSP, do I have any? Then you have what they call a retiring um, allowance, an amount that's subject to not tax. And then after you exhaust all those things, whatever is left, you have to pay tax on. So the question is, how much is left? And do I have? And if I ha- if I had to pay eighty thousand dollars in taxes, do I have enough time to make back the eighty? And if the answer is yes, then maybe you might want to do it, but you have to be very careful so those are, those so those are the, the some of the, the pitfalls of you know of what you're doing the the taxes is what you have to figure out the upside to taking your commuting your pension is if you die all of it goes to your spouse and when your spouse dies all of it goes to the kids or whoever you want it to go to and that's one of the biggest uh, pros with people taking the taking it but you have to be very careful Because these plans are really good plans, but you have to be very careful. I think what happens is the defined contribution, the one where you put money in and the employer puts money in, those are the the ones that are, if you're gonna commute, those are the ones that people commute. Um, And sometimes with those DC or defined contribution plans, you know how you put some in and the company puts some in? Many times you can Mm -hmm. take your own portion out if it's not vested. And invest it on your own, so you take control. So you don't run into problems like. Um, remember with Sears when Sears went, went belly up? Well, yeah, the pension. Yes, yes. Yeah, the pension went away, right? So many of those people worked there all their lives and didn't end up with any pension. Now, had they had they take some of their pension while if they were allowed to while they were working and manage it on their own, then nobody can take that from you. So you really have to sit and figure out these things i think the biggest problem with commuting is our emotions take over meaning we have so much money set aside that we can take and you know our habits uh, i have that money there i'm going to spend it and i think that's burning a hole in
1: your in your pocket (laughs) right yeah yeah
2: yeah and then when the money when it's all gone it's all gone meanwhile if we have kept it in the pension it wouldn't matter, right? So again, you really have to sit and make this decision about what do I do? And remember when you invest money, you can't do it yourself. If it's a pension plan or your RSPs or your TFSAs or whatever you may have, don't do it yourself. Get a financial advisor and put a financial plan in place that encompasses all these things. Because if we know what happens, we know every 10 years something happens in the world that sent the stock markets tumbling down and and if you're seventy years old and the markets go crashing down, well that's a lot of stress man so so I think you when you invest your money, you want to use a professional financial you get a financial advisor and you sit down with them and you chart out you map out your your life right and if you do those things you'll be there'll be bumps along the way of course but they'll smoothen out the bumps for you and they'll make your money life a little bit easier From what I see.
1: And that's why it is important, you know, Kelvin says, uh, get an advisor, get someone on your side to help you navigate those Mm -hmm. bumps, because I think that those bumps, you know, especially when left, your own emotions would get pretty frightening and you think about what probably happened to people last year when all of a sudden there was a big tank in the market and Mm -hmm. uh, if you didn't have someone there to sort of calm you down you might have uh, done something drastic and I I think that you know when you talk about these uh, pension plans and uh, what to do with them when you do have them all to yourself to manage you it's good to get a professional on your side to navigate those waters for you
2: yeah because uh you don't know when the downturns are going to happen you know how long it's going to last uh, we don't either the financial advisor but uh, but the advisor has more information than the than the average you know person to help you navigate through things and make the right decisions for you so you know maybe after the break we'll again talk about some of the you know the pros and cons of both sides of, of what of what you commute with your dd and your dc pants
1: So uh, regardless of what your pension plan is, we'll go over what the pros and cons are to commute, to not to commute, uh, or not to commute, and uh, also some of the things that you need to take into account when you are making that decision. Here's, uh, we'll uh, go over a little checklist of the things that you need to take into account when we come back on the other side of the break here. Don't forget you can call us live here anytime at 416-870-6400 if you've got a question for Kelvin as the show winds down here, 416-870-6400 if you've got a question for Kelvin live on the air. Also, Visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. We do have a call on the line, but I wanted to quickly in a minute or so, go over some of what we've been talking about here today, talking about commuting your pension, not commuting your pension and some of the pros and cons.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, this decision, you know, Chris, uh, is the stakes for this decision is quite high. So, because it's irreversible. So before we make these decisions, um, whether you know stay in the plan, commuting to cash, or a copycat annuity, or transfer to another defined benefit uh, pension plan, all these decisions, whatever you choose to do, should be made in the context of your overall goals. Okay, uh, if you don't have a clear picture of what you of what your financial future looks like, well, this could be a great opportunity to sit down with an advisor and create one for yourself so it it should be a positive decision that you're making if you decide if you decide to commute your pension or keep it where it is so this decision all depends on your financial goals and your risk tolerance and what you want to do both plans the the, um, defined benefit and defined contribution plans are great plans and they shouldn't be taken lightly um to just take it out. So sit down with your financial advisor. If you don't have one, you know, give me a call. And let's look and let's get into the nitty-gritty, the pros and cons for you, not for anyone else, but for you, because it's an individual choice. That's pretty much what I would suggest people do.
1: And the number to get a hold of Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. In the time we have left, I want to get to Peter who's been waiting patiently on the line. Peter, what is your question for Kelvin? Sorry, you know what, Peter? I think I pressed the wrong button there. And now (laughs) I'll let a professional take over and uh, get you live on the air because I think you were just talking to me. Here we go, Peter. Sorry, what is your question for Kelvin? Apologies.
0: Good morning. Thanks for taking the question. Quick question. Thank you. Just hitting the age of 55, a government employee, uh, defined benefit pension, uh, presently have a home of about
2: uh, value of approximately $1.7 and a mortgage of 300000 owing. Just thinking and cons of commuting it, and I, I understand it's, it's more beneficial during low interest rate periods, and if so, why would that be? And what sort of math would one factor into making that decision? Yeah, Peter, thanks for the question. So we would have to figure out the the tax implication on the open money that you would get, meaning the non-RSP, non um, allowanceable that you're allowed to, to put away. And so that's the math we have to do. Many times, like I said earlier in the show, these pensions could be a, a windfall to help someone pay down debt, like you're maybe thinking um low interest rates you're right because the way they invest the money is based on interest bearing funds maybe bonds things like that so they don't have a big uh, equity exposure uh so yeah you're right about that i this question is really hard to answer on the on radio because i need to know a lot of things about yourself if you have a spouse um, that kind of stuff so it's a big big decision and you're probably at that if you're 55, you're probably at that choice where you either have to make the decision now because after you pass 55, you won't be allowed to commute. So maybe sit down your advisor or give me a call off air, and we can have a quick math conversation. Yeah, I think um, about seven months from having to make that, that call there. Oh. Yeah, once you pass the 55, you you don't have the option anymore. Eh? So yeah, maybe now's the time to do the math. Yeah, maybe now's the time to sit and do the math. So. Yeah give me a ring okay well it's never too late you know give me a ring after and we can chat
0: will do thanks again great show all right thank you so much
1: for calling peter and the number to reach kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526 that's 416-457 plan
2: you know that's a great question by peter because what happens is is once you pass the factor age plus service well, then you're pretty much stuck to the plan right not that it's a bad thing but you have no options and in life we always want options what's the options and is the options good or bad for me so like i say many times these commuting is a windfall but a lot of uh a lot of thought has to go into it a lot of math i should say not really thought a lot of math and if it's you know thing to do do he's in a great position
1: And Peter's probably in a great position in that uh, situation to be able to make those decisions and have those options. But time's running out on that option. And it's important to try and make that decision uh, when you have it. Right. Because you, you like you said, you want to make sure that you have those options rather. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good decision either way. It's a right. decision between two good decisions. And that's right. a good position to be in. Yeah. But you want to make sure it's the right and- one for you and your taxes.
2: And remember, the stakes are high, like I say, because the decision is irreversible. So that's where you need to sit down and really put pen to paper and, you know, sit down with your spouse and your advisor and make that decision. And once you do, you move on, go live your life and have fun, right?
1: Terrific, and that's what we all wanna do. And and you know what, and that's one of the things that you can get when you have a financial advisor like Kelvin on your side, is to be able to get that peace of mind so that you can go on and, you know, like, Kelvin, take care of your money life, and then you can take care of the other parts of your life that are that are right. more fun and less math-intensive, uh, unless yes. you really like math. <laughs> but uh, don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. And like I said uh, to Peter, call Kelvin anytime off the air, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And thank you so much for listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stay tuned.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.